This is episode number 63 with the freelance champion of the Philippines, Marv De Leon, part 1. Mabuhay and welcome to the Best of You podcast, the home of inspiration for Filipinos around the world. Here's another inspiring interview designed to help you grow, impact, and become the best version of yourself. Is someone getting the Hey guys, once again, big, big thank you for making the Best View podcast part of your listening. And I am very excited about our special guest today. It is none other than the freelance champion of the Philippines, Marv de Leon. So what can I say about this man? He is a special person, very, very special. And of my year, first year in the Philippines, of the friendships, of the many friendships I am grateful for, Marv's name will appear on that list. He'll appear very, very high on that list. He is an amazing professional who has a powerful advocacy, which we're going to get to learn about in this interview. So after four, well, no, 18 years in the corporate world, he decided to leave the corporate world and go into the world of freelancing full time. So as well as his own freelance business, which you'll be able to get the show notes and the links and learn about at Freelance Blend, as well as his own business, he, his advocacy is supporting the freelance community of the Philippines. So it's, he's an extraordinary Filipino. Um, I am proud to call him a mentor. I've learned so much from him, especially this podcast. I can say this with confidence, wouldn't be here without Marv's influence. He's inspired me, and I'm so confident that he will inspire you. So check out this amazing two-part interview with the one and the only Marv de Leon. Thank you so much for making time for our best of you listeners this morning. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. So we always love to start with gratitude, and let's just look at the last 24 hours in the life of Marv de Leon. What are you most grateful for in the last 24 hours? Well, we were we were just talking about it earlier before we recorded. I'm I'm really grateful for. I think it's um, well. I mentioned to you. I, I don't know if we can talk about it, but uh, we have a common friend who who just sent an email to me, and he he told me how I I inspired him to do something like a podcast as well, and um, it's it really meant a lot to me coming from a person that I really admire and I I look up to. And to be able to inspire him, as he says, really means a lot to me. It means that it validates that what I'm doing, I'm doing every day. Uh, I'm working on my business, Freelance Blend, and the podcast. What I'm doing um, means a lot and um, is helping people and hopefully make the world a better place. So yes. that's, I'm very grateful for, for, for that. Well, let's talk about gratitude. How, how do you believe the power of gratitude has played in your life, in your quality of life? Well, that's a tough question. <laughs> uh, 
I think it's really it's really powerful. I, in in everything that I do in in my in any communication when when I talk to people when I email, I also put at the end thanks a short thank you. I think uh, it's it's a simple word it's a simple word but I think it's really powerful. It's 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 like being it's being grateful for for the opportunity to just talk and um, exchange views. And I think just saying that word, it gives a smile to the other person on the end, even if it's just um, digitally, through an email or a, a chat in Facebook. So I really, I, I, I value gratitude, saying thank you, and... It, I think it's helped me as a person um, in in a big way. Mm. I believe it. I, it's uh, the small things. It builds up. It, uh, for I've often said that daily gratitude has saved my life. From so many times you focus on, let's say, the things that are not going so well, but there's so much, so much things to be grateful for. So I, I take a lot of joy out of listening to others and the small and big things they're grateful for so I appreciate that thank you thank you <laughs> thank you thanks <laughs> so Marv since you began this journey of a freelance champion of uh, the Pinoys around the world what is the compliment that you've received that has meant the most to you I would say I've I've since I started this uh, about I started Freelance Blend, uh, the podcast and the blog, in early 2014. And um, like any new blogger or podcaster, you start with zero followers, you start with zero downloads, um, you start with zero readers. And um, as, as you grow, as you continue to provide content as you pr- continue to pr- provide value um, you you get to touch someone inspire someone and you get emails and messages uh, from people who who thank who thank you for for inspiring them for for making them bet a better person Mm. And well, I forgot your question. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no so, problem. No, it's in terms of a compliment because so, it, you do get a lot of feedback, me included. But what what has really meant a lot to you since you began this journey? Yeah. So I don't get lot of uh, lots of lots of feedback as as other well known people, but the small ones, the simple thank you. Uh, from from a listener or uh, a viewer or, or a reader of the blog, how I help them with their problem really means a lot to me. And uh, I keep it in a file, in a folder, and that's what I read when I when I'm down. <laughs> I'm not oh. always. It's a roller coaster being being a freelancer now. Um, Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. So when I'm, whenever I'm down, I, I, I read those emails and uh, feedback from my, from my um, small following. Yes. 
No, actually, let's. I want to put a, a hold on that because I want to talk about that uh, later in the interview in terms of that's something I can testify myself in terms of the ups and downs and how to manage to get out of those downs. So that's a fantastic tip in terms of uh, collecting that data and going through it and reminding yourself of the stuff that you're probably forgetting when you're down. Yeah, that's, that's true and that's really, really powerful to, to, to keep or to have a file of those thank yous from, 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 your, from the people who value what you, what you give them. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. I'm really inspired by that. I didn't, uh, I've never heard of that before. It makes so much sense. You can just easily create a folder on your. Wow, I hope our listeners are taking notes here, like I am. This is a... where'd you get that idea? <laughs> uh, for... You'd be surprised from a podcast. <laughs> oh wow! Um, I would, I would think it's it's from it's either from Lewis House. Are uh, the the person that we admire, the 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 podcaster, the blogger yeah. that you admire, or Pat Flynn? Wow, and we're gonna have. I'll have the links of those two podcasters, very influential global okay. podcasters. I'll, I'll look. Notes. I'll look for that episode if I can still find it, and I'll share it with you. Wonderful, wonderful. So, Marv, let's dig into your life and you can answer this from a personal or a business perspective or from entering the freelance world but can you highlight one change that you consider possibly the best change you've ever made in your life one change um, well definitely leaving my corporate job whoa let's talk about it Mara. let's talk about it <laughs> it's a big definitely a big change um, I've been Preparing for uh, it for maybe ten years. Um, so maybe to give people a background, I- I've been in the corporate world for eighteen years, working for a uh, top foreign financial institution, and um, and I wasn't happy. So I I I just. I just followed the norm. I just followed what people are are doing. So, graduate from from college and find a good job. Um, um, get get married, have kids, and then retire. Um, walk out into the sunset, as they say. So, I I I, th- I thought I was following the the script that everyone was uh, reading. But um, when I when I read this book, I'm sure you know it, and a lot of people know it. Uh, Rich dad, poor dad. It got me thinking that um, I I needed I needed some change. I needed to I didn't have to be a corporate slave. I have to create different sources of income to eventually help me retire and do what I love doing. So it took me so I think I, I read the book when I when it first came out or maybe the year that it came out and I yeah. was lucky to to be um to have read it when it in the when it first came out and that's why it gave me time to prepare uh prepare 
myself uh, financially, um, physically, and emotionally. And again, as I, I mentioned, it took me um, almost 10 years. And then uh, when that day came, the day for me to give that resignation letter to my boss, it's, it was my first time to resign from anything, from anywhere. Uh, I've been... Um, when I graduated from college, I uh, I joined this international bank, and then eventually that international bank um, got spun off to a different company. So technically, I didn't resign. So it was my first time to resign ever. So uh, it gave me <laughs> goosebumps, and uh, I lost sleep, but. Uh, it, I, I even made excuses uh, to myself not to give that resignation letter. In fact, um, my resigna- uh, that I kept moving my resignation date until finally uh, uh, I decided to just give it to my boss. And it was a really a hard decision, but I can say that I, I was really prepared. And um, because of the brand that I created, Freelance Blend and the podcast, and uh, even if I wasn't making uh, money yet, a large sum of money yet from the idea, I knew that I can grow it into a, a business and into a passion business that will um give me enough um income to support my family uh so even at that time i wasn't earning that much from from my side project i knew that it had the potential to be something great so that made me push me into giving that resignation letter and here i am now so that was in june uh, so my last day was june 4th so it's now almost October, so um, four months. Um, is my math correct? <laughs> yeah, so, you're right. Yeah, so, and um, I'm not reg- regretting that decision. It's, uh, there, there, has, there have been challenges, so there are days that um, you question that decision, but uh, in the end, I'm not regretting it. I'm not regretting that decision. And as I told you earlier, what keeps me up is, well, you helped me with with the mor- uh, Miracle Morning. So I've been practicing it since the day I retired. Uh, I'm sure you've talked about it to your audience. I've been practicing the Miracle Morning. Mike helped me, introduced me to the Miracle Morning. And uh, it's been helping me. And uh, even what I share- shared earlier, uh, reading... Uh, the positive feedback that you get from your audience. So that's the biggest challenge that I ever faced in my life. Wow. That's such an inspiring story. I'm getting goosebumps. I know I've heard it before, but it's... Because <laughs> as you're sharing that story, Marv, I'm thinking of 80%, whatever the number is, it's a very high number of people around the world, I don't know what percentage is of that is our listeners, mm-hmm. but a majority of people don't love their job. A majority of people are not passionate about their work. A majority of people 
don't feel that they're growing in their work. They don't feel that they're contributing to something bigger than themselves. There's a lot of people, and a lot of our listeners, and I want you to talk to them for a second, that are afraid to do what you do, what you did. So can you talk, can you talk to those? So I want to talk in a separate conversation about and the Miracle Morning and some of those productivity, daily disciplines that you practice today. Mm-hmm. But let's talk to those listeners right now that are maybe listening right now that hate their job. Okay. <laughs> and if they don't hate their job, they dislike their job. But certainly you're talking to listeners who do not love their job, who don't feel that it's for whatever reason. And there's a lot of things they can blame. But how? what advice would you give to that person mm-hmm. who is... It was in that state in mm. order to make that leap that you did. Can you to talk to them for a moment? Sure. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, advise you to just resign. As I, <laughs> as I shared earlier, it, I, I really prepared. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, uh, what you call it? I'm OCD um, when it comes to hacks like... Um, like reading very um, inspirational stuff and even um, short uh, no not really shortcut but shortcuts but reading books that will help me move forward so I think just like you I love books and I I I really prepared mentally um, spiritually financially before I made the decision, um, but at the same time, I, I would I would like the listener to also not think too hard. If if you think you like for myself, um, even if I knew I knew that it will take a I will take a big hit financially, um, leaving a high paying job into something that's not certain yet but I knew that there's potential then that's why I took the leap so you, you will know it you will you will know it um, and uh, you will know it in your your gut will tell you if, if something is right uh, sometimes um, you don't have to overthink it. Um, other, it's not not just your your brain sometimes, um, or it's not just your brain. It's other things like like your other senses. So maybe your gut, your it gives you goosebumps. Uh, you you'll know it. And um, what I also did is I asked for a sign. I asked for signs that uh, what I will be doing is. Uh, I, I, that I should do what I'm planning to do, which is follow what my passion and do what I love doing. And um, I got those signs. So um, I asked God for those signs. And um, first, it was, I think I, I mentioned it to you before, it's, it's, uh, uh, I had this medical condition that that um, was really. Um, I, I haven't felt it before. It's it's uh, gastroenteritis. I, I I've had it before, but 
this one is something different. I took all those tests and they couldn't find the reason what's causing it. And um, thinking about it, I was thinking, oh, maybe this is the sign that God gave me. That So you were asking for a sign? Here's your sign. Here's your gastritis. And so going back to to um, what I I should um, recommend or again look for the, ask for a sign maybe if if you're if you're really um, if you're really confused or maybe talk to your wife or to your husband or to your boyfriend and um, especially if you're married. It shouldn't be just one person's decision. I, I also discussed it with my wife. We we had a, a meeting. <laughs> we talked <laughs> about our finances. We we went to a coffee shop and we we poured over the the numbers and everything. Schedule a meeting with your with your wife or with your husband if you're married, or even if you're uh, you have a fiance. Uh, of course. Um, your decision will shape the future of your future family. So, um, talk it over with with someone. So, I guess that's it. Mm. This is this is very. I love the way this you ask for signs as well. So there's not just the logical side, uh, the analysis, but also the spiritual, the emotional side. It's uh, the physical side. This is very powerful. I really appreciate you sharing these very practical ways to help people make this decision. Marv, in, in terms of, you touched on daily disciplines. Let's talk about your, some of your daily disciplines. So, now this could be, I guess, applicable to anyone in terms of whether it be a professional or whether it be a freelancer or whether it be a stay-at-home mom. What are your disciplines for peak performance? <laughs> Maybe I'm being dramatic here by saying that we're peak performance. But what okay. is your, what are the daily routines that you um, practice that you feel have a very positive impact on your quality of life? Okay, so we talked about the miracle morning. So I, again, thanks to you for introducing it to me. So this life, the life savers. So I, I try. Well, the first thing that I do when I wake up is I do my exercise. So that's the E of uh, savers. That's I've been doing it um, daily. Uh, I try to I stop um, on Sundays just to break it, but uh, I do it daily. I just I just walk around uh, my village. So that's maybe for thirty minutes and. At the same time, I I bring with me my iPhone and my earphones to listen to a podcast uh, that uh, I follow. So I do that every day. So while I'm exercising, I'm also in a way doing my reading. So I consider listening to a podcast as reading. So that's an R for savers. So uh, sometimes I do it for 30 minutes and an hour. Uh, so it really helps me. It's, it's. I I found it addicting because sometimes when you uh, wake up, you feel very sluggish, and um, you f- you 
you look for coffee just to wake you up. But uh, well, I still take coffee, but I found it more energizing to do my morning walks and uh, listening to a podcast. And um, I really, I really try to learn something new every day. So that's what podcasts give me. So when I come back from from my walk, I take my um, I take my breakfast. So nothing very exciting about my day. I, I'm not sure if the listeners will, uh, <laughs> will find this exciting. But I take my breakfast and then ju- uh, after that uh, do. Uh, definitely, uh, there's something in the podcast that will be something that to uh, write down, something to remember. So I make sure that I write down what I learned in the podcast, and uh, so that's my my scribing part, the S of uh, savers. So I write down what I I just the the podcast episode and what I learned from that episode. And from there, I do my visualization, the V for savers, and uh, also the meditation, which is the S for the first savers, first S of savers, uh, which is silence. So, uh, thanks to you again, I, I I discovered the honest guys in YouTube for guided meditations. So I do that for five minutes, and I look at. My uh, after the meditation, I look at my vision board. So what I want to achieve uh, in life, my my goals, and that's it. That's my lifesavers. Wow! No, I, I, I delight in hearing you share this story. So maybe our listeners are not familiar with um, the Miracle Morning is a book by Hal Elrod. Mm-hmm. Elrod, I will have the show notes. Um, the link to the book in the show notes. Mm-hmm. It's it's a book that's transformed my life, and I I remember it was a casual conversation over a coffee where I was just sharing my experience with Marv, and to hear you sharing not your appreciate not just your appreciation for it, but your application of it and how it's helping you. It's it, it delights me to hear this. I, I so I thank you for sharing that with our listeners. Okay, Marv. So let's talk about let's say forgiveness, the role of forgiveness, and. It's particular forgiveness of self. So I know when I've made, let's say, a big decision to transition to another phase of my life, there's that voice. So I make the decision, I move forward, but yet that little voice comes back and, yeah, what if you did this? What if you did this? You wouldn't be like this right now. <laughs> I don't know what, what name I'll call that voice, but essentially it's, you're beating yourself up internally. How do you manage that? How do you manage fighting fighting the inner inner marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well okay so yeah I think since I consider myself an, an introvert an, uh, an outrovert that's who's an introvert as well an extrovert sorry who's an introvert as well uh, I tend to uh, think a lot there's um uh, a dozen mini Marvs inside my head. No, I'm not crazy, Mike. Um, <laughs> there's, there's this um, um, maybe the Marv who would like to be the perfect Marv and um, the Marv who 
would like to be a successful Marv and also the negative Marv inside of me. So how how I handle that is well definitely you need to you you need to have someone to talk to about anything you're struggling with um anything negative you're dealing with it will be difficult for me to be just solving it on my own so that's why i have a wife who's uh, very supportive and uh two crazy kids <laughs> <laughs> Colin and Nadine who keeps me grounded and who um makes me smile whenever i'm down i'm dealing with negative uh things uh especially now that i'm always at home being a freelancer uh so there will be of course days when i'm alone and but when they come home uh i'm always i again i feel grounded i feel happy um not thinking about business not thinking about podcasting and um online marketing just being a regular husband and a dad uh keeps me grounded mm. absolutely i appreciate that that's uh mm, it's powerful and i think the what the one thing i took from that i took a lot of things but if to highlight one thing it was you should get a wife Mike, yeah. <laughs> is that it? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, that's a process. Uh, I would like to think it's outside of my control. <laughs> okay. I appreciate the advice. I appreciate the advice. I think the well, it's isolation. If whether it's a wife or a partner or a best friend or a counselor or whatever label you put on that person, but someone you can share with. I think the I can highlight all my moments of despair in my life. Have been results of me deciding to be isolated as opposed to reaching out to others. So it's it's great to hear you re- referring to that in your your journey in this walk. Was yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's a tough walk, man. It's mm-hmm. tough. And I also make sure that I get to speak with a person, a soul, <laughs> a living soul. Uh, where, uh, as you know, I do coaching now via I use Skype, like what we're doing right now. So yeah. in a way, I, I still connect with a person, even if it's not uh, physically. So even if it's virtually, so that also helps me um, being being able to talk and help others mm. gives me motivation. And also, I make sure that I still connect with my friends, my former office mates. Uh, my high school buddies so uh, I make sure now that I have more time I, I make sure that uh, at least in a month uh, I go out with any of my groups and I've also I've I think you've seen my Facebook feed that since my my son is uh, starting to grow he's now eight and he's we're starting to appreciate the same things now like uh, we like basketball a lot and um, he discovered I, I didn't push him to to 
like basketball. He he just naturally fell in love with it. Maybe because he sees me watching it and uh, every time and uh, all my shirts are about basketball or my books. So I think it's natural for him to fall in love with it. So uh, a very exciting moment for me was when I took him to his first uh, live basketball game by wow. the Philippine team. And it's really... Uh, priceless to see his that look um, to be amazed to f- to f- uh, be in a large stadium and um, seeing the people that he sees on TV it's truly amazing to bring him to to experience let him experience it and watch him experience those things and in fact uh, in that same week I took him, we took him to a concert, the Maroon 5 concert. Also his first time to watch a concert. And again, experiences. It's not about material things. Yes. It's uh, the experiences and uh, enjoying that with my, my kids and my wife. Um, again, it's priceless. Yes. There's no price you can put on those moments. And I, I really do appreciate it. I see them, your posts on Facebook. That's quite inspiring, man. You, you really, I've, I think before this call, I think you inspire me more as a father than a professional. <laughs> and I, I mean that to be no, not disrespectful, but it's, it's great that you're sharing these moments. Because we forget. It's easy to forget this. Yeah. Life is about the moments. So it's, um, as we, especially people are so committed to their goals we just take take sight off to the joy that's there every single day so yeah. i really do appreciate that so i i, I hope you you take my uh, the inspiration that you get from me uh take action take <laughs> massive action get find uh someone to <laughs> uh a love uh an inspiration a love inspiration and then kids <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Maybe uh, I'll have to, you'll have some naming rights if you <laughs> involved in my matchmaking. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so maybe to, maybe we should call out to the to your listeners. So, if you're looking for, <laughs> you want me to promote you? So <laughs> um, it'd be unorthodox to promote. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, email Mike at. Uh, Mike at bestofyou.ph <laughs> yeah. <You'd> like <laughs> Looking for husbands, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you're making me blush. Thankfully, yeah. this is not video, so no one can see this. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark, we're getting close to the end of the interview, and there's a couple of questions I still want to ask that I want to run through, and they're, in, they're interlinked. And So I've got two more questions that I could share with you. Sure, sure. And it's... Um, Far away. And this... I'm very interested in this, this answer because, in essence, it's you when you're starting your career, when you're 20 years of age. What would you, t- what would you if you'd only two minutes to talk to that man, what would advice would you give him? Oh, I prepared for this question. Oh, no. Remember, I edited your first three episodes. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, so there's no surprises here, so <laughs> yeah. thank you. Um... Well, it's still a, a hard question for me, but um, not being sarcastic, I, I'd really, 
would like to tell ma the twenty or year old Marv to stop smoking. <laughs> so oh, okay. I, I, I well, I hope my kids don't listen to this. But so <laughs> in fact, a lot of I think my Filipino peers uh, feel the pressure of of trying out smoking in in high school and college. Oh no, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> so and um I think peer pressure is really strong even if you know that smoking is dangerous, you still want to be part of the in crowd. You part you still want to be the the cool person, the cool guy. So uh I was already Working then, twenty years old, so and, and um, smoking, so and I know. Well, I stopped maybe when I was twenty-five. So I think it's really important because it will. I hope it doesn't have uh, uh, an effect, a long-term effect on my health. Knock on wood. So if I were to go back in time. I'd tell Marv to, you know, stop smoking. You're, you're not cool. <laughs> you don't need smoke smoke to be cool. So, yeah. I'd tell him that. Yeah. I'd tell him that. That's very practical. I think I, I even experimented when I was a teenager with smoking because I thought it was cool. And... Yeah, I think I would add that to my list of things I would tell myself. So I appreciate the the vulnerability and honesty and of uh, you sharing that conversation with the 20-year-old version of you. Mm-hmm. So, Marv, we're at the end of the call. Um, I want to acknowledge you. Um, I know I, m- I mentioned this at the beginning of the interview, but you have been a massive inspiration for me. And I think when I signed up, well, I did, when I signed up to your workshop three months ago, a workshop that transformed my thinking, I remember reading about you on your website, freelanceblend.com, and we'll have the links to Marv's amazing podcast and his uh, blog. Our listeners can take some value out of that. But there's one thing that really jumped out um, that I want to actually ask you to expand on. And the one statement I'm reading right now, your vision to eliminate unemployment in the Philippines through freelancing. So that statement really created this massive curiosity in you, the person, uh, not just the workshop, but you, the man, what have you, these motives, why have you such a bold vision about this country? So maybe my last question will be asking you the vision that you have for this country and your love of this country that you're willing to commit to the rest of your professional life to pursuing this. So can you really talk about why, mm-hmm. why you've taken this on and where is this love coming from? Yeah. First of all, I'm not running for any position in office <laughs> next year, so let's get that out of the way. Um, maybe it's be, being a Filipino. Um, even if I can say that I I I was thank you to thank you to my parents for um, giving me um, a very comfortable life uh, I well I, I I would say that I was well sheltered uh, given all the comforts of life but um, when you commute or to work or w- go to work uh, you you see the 
the poverty, the the craziness of in the in Metro Manila, and you and you see that a lot of people are not living to their full potential, not uh, having the opportunity to become the best version of yourself. Okay, sorry to borrow borrow that from you. Um, and um, the unemployment rates are are getting uh, worse. And then I stumbled stumbled upon this this community of freelancers um, when I attended a freelance camp. It's an event uh, even before I started Freelance Blend. Uh, so this freelance camp inspired me a lot and it, it validated. Um, I already had an idea to have a podcast for freelancers, but uh, that event validated my idea that there are Pinoy freelancers out there. They can be, since freelancers are, most freelancers are virtual, most are online, so they're, they're hiding behind the computers and nobody knows that there are people, in fact, who are earning money full-time just by working at home and uh, using their computers. And in fact, mm-hmm. A person that you know, Nika Mandigma, who's a virtual assistant, is a full-time freelancer. And she has really yep. inspired me. And um, it was, I was just surprised that not a lot of people know that they can earn from home. They, that they can, um, they don't need to commute two hours going to the office and commute back to to uh, going home another for another two hours just to earn money. They can earn and live a full life from their laptop like what Nika and I do. And I, I know Nika will be listening to this. So um, she inspired me that maybe people should learn about these people because, again, not a lot of people know that they they can, in fact, earn lots of money um, online. So that's been my mission and um, that's why I created the community, the podcast, the blog to spread the word, the beauty of freelancing, of online freelancing. And hopefully, people will get inspired from my interviews and I'll be interviewing you later um, to let people know that there are people out there who are doing it successfully. And if they can do it, if Marv can do it, why can't they? And that's, that's why I, I'm doing this. That's my why. I, I, I always remember um, when we talk, Mike, about your why. And I think that's my why. It's to, to help in my own little way, help this nation become a better nation through freelancing. So I, I know I think this this has become a very passionate speech, but that's my why. Mm. I love this, Mara. and this and by sharing your why with others, you align you you help people gather together under a shared vision. It's not Marv's dream, it's not my dream, it's not the president's dream, it's a shared vision 
of a better Philippines into poverty in our lifetimes, a first world Philippines in our lifetimes. And freelancing is a massive part to play in that. So your your work is critical. The world will be a, a darker place without Marv de Leon. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you, friend. So actually, one last thing. I got, I, I've, you've really inspired me here. Could you share a, a final piece with our listeners? And maybe a, you could end with a quotation, a life quote for you that it's, that's really helped you on your journey and that you think would inspire others to continue moving forward and creating value for others and in moving this country forward. So maybe I'll give the last words to you and that you can wrap us up in something that would inspire us. Yeah, thank, thank you, Mike, uh, first of all, for this opportunity. Uh, I know you've been uh, asking me to be part of your podcast and uh, now uh, I'm here and uh, I'm happy to share with your growing audience I I have I, I like a lot a lots and lots of quotes um but um one thing um that keeps me going even even for the people who I coach and people who are asking me for advice and I I believe I got this from I'm not sure I got this from Fitz Villafuerte who is uh, also one of my mentors. Uh, he always says that uh, progress, not perfection. Mm. So, a lot of people, especially freelancers or entrepreneurs, want to have the perfect business, the perfect blog, the perfect podcast, the perfect website before they can even launch. And it it hinders them it um, it stops them from just sharing their purpose in this world and they always want the perfect thing they're afraid to receive ridicule from other people they have their maybe the their inner conscience or they 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 think of their other friends who will think, oh, why why is Marv doing that? Or what's this ugly website? But <laughs> if you if you look at the other successful people, they don't. Have, they started with a very with very basic website. If you can listen to my very first podcast, it really sucks. <laughs> but I stuck with the. Um, Progress, not perfection. And I think after almost 70 episodes, I've grown because I, I started sucking and then I, I, I little by little improve myself. And it's a very simple quote, progress, not perfection. But lots and lots of people are stuck with trying to be perfect. And it applies to anything freelancing, podcasting, business, everything. And I think that's what I would like to people to take away from this interview. Progress, not perfection. Wow. Amen to that. That's, and on a personal note, listeners, and I'll share this with Marv, I needed to hear that today. I needed to hear that today. And I think a lot of our listeners will be nodding their head. 
we all need to hear that. Yeah. And maybe I'd like to add also um, to that. If you follow somebody, not necessarily Mike or me, you follow somebody uh, like, for example, Lewis House, you, maybe you listen to their very first episodes. Maybe Pat Flynn. I don't know. Uh, maybe Anton Diaz. Maybe um, Vince Golanco of When in Manila. If, if there's a chance uh, to read their first few blogs, because there's a chance that you'll get intimidated if you, you read. Of course, you, you follow them now. They have millions of followers. But if you f- read their first blog or listen to their first podcast, they started <laughs> from scratch also. And I'm sure it's not what it is right now. So that's one tip. I think I'd like to share. And I also uh, got this tip also from another podcast. That's powerful. Um, yeah, because we forget that. I, I, we strive we com- that, that these create the standard that we all need to meet, but we forget where they came from. We do forget the struggles, the, the ugly designs, the failures. We don't see that. So progress, not perfection. That's my motto for today and this week, my friend. Okay. That's my motto. <laughs> so, thank you, Marv. You are an exceptional, extraordinary man for this community and the Philippines. So, I am blessed to call you a friend and a mentor, and I'm so grateful that you're sharing your story and your wisdom with our listeners today. Thank you as well, Mike. Thank you for that. And also, I, ditto, same here. Um, I'm blessed to have you as a friend. Um, I'm glad that you became part of the very first personal branding workshop. And if you didn't sign up, press that sign up button. Well, we're not here right now. And <laughs> I won't have the miracle morning. Maybe I, I didn't resign. So I, you, you've had also uh, made an impact in my life. Maybe you don't know it. So um, hats off to you. Thank you. And I'm sure that more and more people will be listening to this podcast and I was I am glad to be part of the creation of this podcast mm. I, 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 well, <laughs> I need your gratitude so much so thank you so so much my friend hey guys and that completes part one of this two part interview with Marv De Leon please go over to episode 64 to get part two. Okay, guys, I will see you in episode 64.